When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. This is episode number 238. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, and I do have Christian Hoffer here, but Christian Hoffer is a little busy right now. So we're going to go Jim solo for a little bit, and this is going to be fun, and I can't wait. So... Let's get some business out of the way first, because there's always business, always business to do. We just need to, to roll on through it. There is a Discord, and there is so much fun stuff happening in the Discord that you really should get involved. If you're a fan of Pokemon just in general, and you want to find other people who love Pokemon as much as you do and like are willing to help you out with anything you want to do, Semantics, who usually watches when we do the show live, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific over at twitch.tv forward slash comic book. Put it together and it is phenomenal. So you can find the link to the Discord in either in like two places or three places. Find it over. We have a pinned post on X over there and we'll probably set up a threads account at some point. Uh, I just have to look into what I need to do to go do that. So maybe we'll be on threads in a little bit or you can find the link in the podcast description and the episode description. So no matter where you are, you can find a link to that there. Other ways to support the show, leave us some reviews. You know what I mean? Uh, head on over to Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. Get involved in the Q&As that get posted on Spotify. Or leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If we read your review on the air, we will send you a sticker. Which will be whichever like which there is a channel in the Discord of people who like got their stickers and are like you know putting them wherever they want to put them. Uh, that's really cool. Sharing and spreading the good word of a wild podcast has appeared. I oh, and semantics is now telling me I can change the questions on Spotify. So maybe I'll do that. I got to figure that out too. Thanks, semantics. We are professional podcasters here. Okay, professional. Tons of stuff to get through this week. Uh, as always, we finished the show. We, we, we had a great... If you're looking for more information on the Indigo Disc, listen to last week's episode if you have not yet already. We're going to have even more Indigo Disc news for you today. Because like I said, as always, we do the show, then boom, more news happens. And of course, more news happened. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool stuff. We'll and we'll wait for Christian uh, to be ready to get through uh, a bit of that. And um, and so yeah, and so like the, with I think with that we can just kind of jump into the news a little bit. And so to start things off, I need to know how many of you are ready for a shiny Lucario. Now, if we if you're a listener of this show, you know, shinies can be a bit of a hot topic of discussion here because some of them look great. Others, not so much. Lucario is a fan favorite Pokemon. And so I've got real 
got some real questions about this one because you know, so I'll go get the news out of the way first. Uh, there is a code for it in the mystery gift section. It's shiny buddy, but it's S H the number one N Y B U D D Y. And so we'll get you a shiny Lucario. I look, I'm not the biggest fan of Lucario shiny. Like if anything, like, so, so for those of you who don't know what Lucario shiny looks like, uh, his base is yellow and he has the dark, dark blue kind of highlights. I would have been okay if they just flipped the colors, right? So we're like the dark is usually the light and the light part is usually dark. Like if they were to just flip the colors and said, boom, there's your shiny Lucario. I'd be all over it. The, uh, this, this yellow one. It's fine. It is what it is. But look, Lucario is massively popular. So if you want a free shiny, now you know what to do. Head on over to Scarlet and Violet and grab yours today. All right. There's news piece number one. News piece number two. Uh, There was also... Oh, wait. Hold on. We had another uh, mythical. That was last week, though. It was the the new moon is. We did the new moon is coming, but it's running through no, December twenty first, where you can get Dark Rye in Scarlet and Violet. Um, no boosts or anything there, but again, right? You need a Pokemon. You need, you need him, the <laughs> Dark Rat. Are you, well, I'll, okay. I can't tell if Calder in the chat is making fun of my pronunciation of uh, Dark Rye. Um. Yeah. Okay. No, he's just. He was. Thank you, Calder. Uh, Dark Rise, another uh, another great one. Dark Rise is a like. It, this is just going to become the. Hey, let's talk about Pokemon Design Show for a little bit. Dark Rise is when you compare Dark Rise to Palkia and um, Dialga is. Like, I don't know where that one came from, but you know. It, <laughs> the caller got stuck with autocorrect. Uh, yeah. So I, like the, the Dark Rise, I think you know is a crazy powerful one and i like uh you know when when you're adding power hasn't but like also too when you're comparing him against the other two it just like wait why but i think that conversation will also come into play when we talk about the pokemon fact of the week this week uh it, with Rayquaza because um that's another one that has a pretty divergent look outside of the markings all all over them so uh so yeah so like i said dark moon uh no not dark moon it is new it is just had it up i'm so sorry new moon 1s coming but the again the one and the o's um are the numbers christian will correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure the o may be the o but the one is the one i i'm always putting these in like two or three times because i'm doing the codes wrong more often than not Uh, it is zeros call it so it's new new moon is coming where the o's and moon and coming are zeros and the one and is is the number one uh also breaking news pokemon made the google 25th anniversary youtube video oh 
I thought I saw that. Uh, Richard, I may send this to you if I am able to pull it up because I think I I saw clips of this being posted on their hit my Twitter feed um, just now, but whatever, I'll find it. Um, all right, well, look, we're gonna keep on we're gonna keep on trucking along because I want to go through more of the Indigo Disc news dump stuff because um, there's because there, there's just a, there's a lot there to kind of go through and this is the the one that I am excited for and I know and I want I want more people to get excited because I want to look Scarlet and Violet has its performance issues right but. I really love the setting for this one. And I, in the story, I is really coming around uh, for me and like all the Indigo disc stuff that I've read. Like I went through all of the previews. I talked to Mark more about it when he was on the show about Indigo disc. And I want to experience, right? Like that part of Scarlet and Violet and, I, and performance issues be damned. I am going to get through it. Uh, but let me just pull up the other news bits that we had uh, for today. If I can get my internet to load. This is great radio. While I'm doing that, there was a... Oh, here we go. I got it. Uh, okay. Here it is. Okay, we... Nope, that's not it. Here it is. Okay. Uh, other news bits. It is the holiday season. It, yes, Calder, we will get into the sleep updates, but Christian does more sleep than I do, so, I, so like, I, that is one I can't do by myself. Uh, but holiday season stuff, and I want to get through some of these deals because um, I had a few folks DM me over in the Discord, uh, and a few things uh, hit me in, yep, obligatory Pokemon store check. Not obligatory store check, just some, just some deals and stuff that I think everyone should be aware of to get some of those last-minute deals or just last minute shopping in before uh, the end. And there's some really, really good ones. Um, uh, so I had a few folks DM me like, Hey, what are, uh, what are some good gifts to get some Pokemon, you know, a, a young Pokemon fan, an older Pokemon fan. And so we'll, we'll get through, uh, through some of that. Christian uh, wrote a phenomenal story about what kind of Pokemon cards to get for, uh, for your kids. Now, look for, as far as Pokemon the Pokemon training card game and things like that are concerned. I will always, or excuse me, be a huge advocate for battle Academy. That was how I got my daughter into it. When my daughter was, she's eight now, so when she was six. Um, and so it was a, it was a little, it took her a little bit getting used to. And then like, we stopped playing for a little bit, but then we got back into it just recently and using that as a refresher course is, uh, is phenomenal. One of the other things that I would just say for like anyone looking to kind of get into the trading card game with young kids, or even just like, if you want to learn yourself, uh, Pokemon trading card game online, if you're getting cards to collect and you, and you're getting those code cards, redeem the code cards. I know like it's an easy thing to just kind of like throw away. Even if you don't just like maybe stash them, stick them in a drawer somewhere. And then one day when they go do it, but it's the best way to uh, learn how to build a deck, which is arguably one of the hardest parts of trading card games, right? Because you never know how many energies do I need? Like how many trainers should I put in there? Like what, 
if I have the full evolution of a, you know, a Pokemon, like what, how, how do you do that? Battle Academy, like I said, is a great way to do that, but also the trading card game online, because then you can just kind of do it and play with it a little bit. Now you may not be able to build that same deck because you're going to need those cards to build your deck, but at least it gives you the reps to figure out what you need to do to get a deck ready with the cards that you have to then kind of play the game. So that's trading card game stuff. Uh, there's no real deals uh, on that, but I think one of the things that uh, I know you should probably do because I know at least the ones in our area uh, are doing this, you know, you won't be able to get any deals, anything or like, you know, your targets or, or Walmart's. But if you have a local game store in town, we're like we're big proponents of, you know, shop local, all that stuff. A lot of local game stores, comic book shops, things like that. They're always doing deals. There's a, there's two here in town that uh, had just some older booster sets uh, kind of on clearance. And so I went to go clean up there quite a bit. So call them up, check them out and, uh, and get some cards there. Another great gift thing where there's a pretty big discount happening right now is we've talked about it a bunch build a bear there's like there was a discount there was a bunch of like packages and and they brought back some old stuff like when we were talking about it last week but there are now like 50 almost 60 percent off of um some some packages there um let me see if i can pull uh pull one up we were we were at the mall this weekend and saw a bunch of them. And then, of course, I get the, you know, I leave the store and then I get the email. It's like, hey, if you get these online, you can get uh, X, Y, and Z off. Um, but there's a lot of great ones there that you can, um, that you can grab. Espeon is back. Uh, Espeon, I know, was, uh, was one that, you know, fans were trying to get. Um so let's see, the SBM bundle is 67, um, which is great because, like I said, it comes with the, the hoodie, the sound, the plush. Um, so it's a great deal there. The Pikachu hoodie bundle is 63, um, which, like, you know, sounds like a lot, but like the plushes kind of by themselves go for go for pretty high. And so, so again, right, these are all um, kind of great deals. And it, like, look, this is Monday. I think the order cutoff is. Wednesday and free standard shipping on all orders of $60 or more. So you have a, a plush fan in your life. I didn't build a bear because you know, they love that stuff. Uh, and then one of the other uh, things that we, um, that are also great to, to kind of go after and get are the, uh, the Jazzwares figures. Um, now here's the thing about the Jazzwares figures. They sell there. There's the two varieties, uh, of those, right? There are the, uh, hyper, uh, the new like, stylized are, uh, hyper articulate versions of them. Uh, and then there are, you know, if you're my age and you're in your mid thirties, you remember the, the Tomy figures and those have been, um, that style of figure has been around for a real long time. But the cool thing is about a lot, about a lot of the Jazzwares sets is now they usually come with a bunch of like environment stuff. And so you can get the cool figures and those are, those are usually on sale at Walmart and target. So if you're at Walmart and target, and you swing by the toy aisle, you'll find a bunch of uh, great stuff there. And you may find uh, a Squishmallow. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so exactly. As far as gift ideas and things like that go, there's there's a ton of that. And then, like, look, you know us. 
we love the Pokemon Center. And so there's a bunch of real good stuff on the Pokemon Center uh, that still you should be able to get some stuff before their shipping deadline. Um, but let me see if I can pull that up and see when that is. I know it's coming up real soon because I was looking at it uh, just the other day. And yeah, Semantics says I was just at the mall today and there were so many Squishmallows. I'm seeing a lot more Squishmallows out in the wild. And I think that's a good sign. We'll have to check in with Megan to see if uh, she ended up she's if continuing her quest for Gengar. Um, but uh, at the Pokemon Center, hold on, let me see if I can find a shipping deadline. No, I can't. Um, but if there's no ship, there's usually like a banner. If there isn't one yet, then uh, you probably still have time. So there we go. There is the gift giving section of the show. Uh, like I said, pl- tons of great stuff. I know I mentioned last week that the sitting cuties are back. Uh, a lot of the ones that came back are gone already. So I, I have to wonder if they just like, they make seven of them and they're like, all right, sitting cuties are back. First come first serve. And then they're gone almost immediately. But you know, it is what it is. I, I, I am on the lookout. Look, if you are a listener of this show, and you happen to be on the Pokemon Center, and you happen to notice that either the Graveler or the Golem sitting cuties are back in stock, you know where to find me. I need you to let me know. All right? All right. Let's move on. Um, There was a... uh, I'm just going to have to pull up just so I am not misinforming. We got uh, a new home update. And... There's going to be some downtime uh, starting December 13th, happening at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so we're going to get a, a bit of maintenance there, and I'm trying to figure out where the. I don't know if the packets are out about that one. Uh, but I don't think. I don't see any patch notes yet. I just see the downtime. Um, I got to find the patch notes. But anyway, there's some home home updates coming. Christian may know what they are. Christian just needs a little bit more time. Um, but I think it's supposed to be, if I remember correctly, it's for DLC compatibility. Uh, and I think that may actually just be what it is because we are getting, um, we're getting the Indigo, Indigo disc. And so home needs to, to be ready for it. So, uh, all right, let's get to, I gotta pull up my rundown, man, doing this by myself is great. Because I just get to like ch- having chat is a nice warm blanket, but also uh, my the Chrome that I have with the one tab with all the news, uh, the Chrome window I had with all my tabs is all gone. It, it crashed on me because you know Chrome. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I'm just trying to pull it up. Um, yep. Nope, that didn't work. Okay, whatever. We're just going to keep on going. Yeah, that's right. Control, control, shift T. Uh, okay. So uh, some other stuff to uh, to go through. Uh, so uh, some show notes and whatever in the new year, fans. 
we have a teaser for you. Uh, we have booked, uh, we booked two interviews coming in, in January. One of them, I will tell you what it is. The other one, I cannot tell you what it is, but one of them will be a uh, friend of the show, uh, Sarah, Sarah Natocheni, which is great because we love having her on the show. But uh, we, when we, I shot her a DM after we were talking about all the horizon stuff, I was like, what can or can't you tell us about the show, uh, about what you're doing? And she goes, well, I can't say a lot, but I can say some things. And so great. So it's a, well, why don't you come on and let's talk about it. Let's catch up. And so she will be on sometime in the, the new year should be, uh, I think we're aiming the third week of January, but um, so you'll be on the lookout for that. And then the next one, in February, I'm actually really excited about. This is one that I have been kind of pulling for a long time. Uh, and it, it's, it is not, it is not Ronda Rousey. I'll just say that because she is, is Christian and Megan know the great white whale of uh, Pokemon interviews that I am trying to, trying to get, because I just want to, I just want to know what her favorite Pokemon are and like, you know, who is her, who is her team and whatever. Oh, that is a great idea. Semantics. Uh, if you want to submit fan questions, for Sarah, and then inevitably when I lock down the second one, head on over to the Discord and head, uh, submit some fan questions. Uh, if you can't get into Discord for whatever reason, you could also tweet at us uh, at PokemonPodCB there, and I will take a look and make sure I can uh, collate all that I can uh, as far as fan questions go so we'll get all uh get all of that stuff and, and yeah i'm excited like sarah anytime we talk to to sarah she is always uh, a blast and this time i'm sure will be will be no different uh, last time i got to talk to her was at san diego comic-con gosh this past summer uh because she didn't do new york comic-con because she was at a different show and she's great all the time um all right so we got that out of the way let me see uh, what the other. There was one more news item I wanted to get into before we talk about the Indigo Disc, um, but we may just have to go straight to that. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to pay for the show. When we get back, we will talk all the Indigo Disc updates. Christian should be back with us by then, and we'll catch any news that I missed. And then we will continue on. All that and more in 60 seconds. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, so Indigo Disc is coming out, and I can't wait. And last, uh, was it last week? Yeah, it was last week because today's Monday. We got a trailer and a whole bunch of information, like almost kind of random. And like, Pokemon Company does this from time to time, but it was, but for this one, they basically were just like, oh, all right, here's some news, or like, basically, here's some news. And like, they revealed some pretty big things about uh, Indigo Disc. And so, uh, one of them is uh, something called a synchro machine, which, as the Pokemon company explains it, is basically like players will be able to con control one of your own Pokemon 
in the world uh, of Pokemon. Like, like literally see the world of Pokemon through your Pokemon's eyes, right? So if you were ever wondering like what it was like for, uh, you know, one of your Pokemon in the middle of a battle getting beamed in the face with whatever, any move of random assortment, you too can now experience that. Um, this is, this is an interesting kind of mechanic, I think for, for the game in that, um, it's, it's one of those things where you can kind of like, um, Sorry, I, said, I didn't have a brain fart, but I knew what I wanted to say. Here we go. It's one of those things where it's like you can um, – It's it, look, for all intents and purposes, this is just moving the camera, right? But I think um, just I'm, – I'm more curious to see what the proportion – like the proportions are like when you're – you know, in a Pokemon and seeing, you know, Pokemon, Pokemon, either the same size as you or bigger than you or whatever, like that, I think is one of the more interesting things about something like this than, um, than, than really kind of uh, anything else uh, in this. Now, some of the other things that you're going to be able to do are, um, you know, uh, you know, battle and capture certain legendary Pokemon uh, by completing uh, a new set of quests, blueberry quests, and uh, there you'll find those in the or yeah, you'll find those in the Blueberry Academy. Uh, once you complete those, you'll be able to earn snacks um, that let you encounter certain legendary Pokemon, including Solo. Oh God, I'm always, I'm always I always ruin this one. Um, Solgaleo. I think I did that one right. Moltres and uh, Rayquaza. Um, and uh, you'll be able to uh, upgrade either Corridon or Miradon to grant them the power to fly uh, in-game. And now uh, this, is a this is a bigger one only because you could only really glide with them in the past. And now you're basically going to be able to use them like a full-on hovercraft airplane kind of thing. Now... When when like that part of the trailer got announced, I saw a lot of like folks on Twitter being like, "Oh my god, finally!" And it, it's it's funny because you know, for those of you who know, like I play a lot of uh, Fortnite, and one of the big question, one of the big things going on in Fortnite right now is like the whole issue of mobility and getting around the map and all things like that. I didn't think there was an issue of mobility in in Scarlet in Violet, getting from one place to another. Like you can get to places pretty quick. Now, you know, you can't get over ridges and mountains and whatever. But like, even then, like you had to walk around a ridge, like that's fine. Don't get me wrong. Being able to just kind of free fly with legendaries, I think is, uh, is great, but it is, um, it's one of those things where, uh, any mobility is, is good mobility. And look, if anything, if this helps the experience of the game for some folks to just get to some places faster, uh, then great. I mean, that's, you know, then, then it is what it is. But like to see a lot of people just be like, ah, like finally. And I'm like, it wasn't, it's not that, it's not that hard. It's all right. Getting to do, getting to do what you need to do there. Uh, all right. And then obviously, you know, some of the other stuff is, um, 
learning that Blueberry Academy exists uh, elsewhere. Um, and then, you know, that's how we're kind of getting some of our uh, Alolan variants. Um, I think there was, whoops, went too far back on my news reading. Um, but going back to the, uh, the synchro machine details, this is not something that I think you're going to be able to do. Um, oh no, I lied. This is something you're going to be able to do to every, with every Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet, including ones with, uh, the ability to fly, which is, which is pretty interesting. Um, this is something that I think, right? Like, when doing the the the, the mach- synchronicity machine stuff, I want to like it's going to be interesting, especially for uh, content creators in in particular, because I think one of the things that I've seen a lot of kind of pop up on YouTube and elsewhere is there's a lot of uh, like kind of like fake like like Pokemon RP basically. That's happening in like people are recording a bunch of videos uh, in that stuff. And a lot of it obviously is, you know, uh, with the third person. But I think adding this here is going to be pretty interesting for for some of that, especially with it being able to happen with everyone, um, with all the Pokemon. Like that, I think will be be pretty interesting. Um, So, yeah. So, this uh, that will happen with everyone is great um and i think that is the the bulk of it unless semantics and calder are going to point out something that i may have missed in that last one uh, or that are coming up which i don't think i did um nope i don't think so okay uh there are um or oh, Rick and Morty Pokemon. What? What are you talking about, semantics? Okay. Well, I am going to now that we've, we've since we went through a bit of that. I'm going to go through and grab some more news uh, for um, for y'all because there was actually a really uh, a really good one on the Pokemon Go front. Oh, 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 I know. Okay, semantics. Now I know what you're talking about. I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay, first, um, let me go through uh, for Pokemon Go players. Um, there's a pretty big storage update um, coming to the game, which I know uh, Well, anyone who plays Pokemon Go knows that storage comes at a premium. Literally, you have to, you have to pay for it. Um, uh, and... Oops. And so, yes. So, sorry, I'm trying to like do two things at once while uh, trying to talk. Uh, here it is. I found it. Season seven finally has Rick uh, become a Pokemon master. Season seven has reached the final two episodes. Uh, while Pokemon has been referenced in the game or in the show before. As Rick not only uses a Pokeball multiple times and outright calls it a Pokeball, it's very, it's very different color. This is lime and gray. Um, oh, wow. This is actually 
pretty great. So, okay. So in Rick and Morty, he's captured Bigfoot as a Pokeball, which is actually pretty nuts. Now, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Rick and Morty, right? Got to be careful. A lot of, lot, lot, plenty of adult fans who listen to the show. If you're one of our younger uh, uh, listeners, Rick and Morty is not for you. I'm sorry, but that's really, that's, that's it. Um, but yeah, it looks like there was a pretty great Pokemon reference on uh, Rick and Morty. Smitty's putting adults in uh, in quotes. Look, look, that is a show. It's on Cartoon Network late at night for a reason. Okay, so we know exactly what we're uh, what we're getting into there. Uh, okay, let me pull back uh, the rundown. What else did Christian want to um, talk about this week? Oh, God. So another one of the things, obviously, you know, that we want to talk about with Indigo Disc uh, as we kind of lead into the launch, obviously, is uh, our hopes and, and expectations for the games. Look, I have been probably the biggest cheerleader for this DLC out of anyone else uh, on on the show because I think... To me, the science, fish, science fiction-y aspects of the Pokemon world and franchise, to me, is are, are some of the best parts of, of the franchise. I love getting a little bit more understanding bit by bit whenever you know, we get things like this on like how the technology works in this world. And I know we're not necessarily necessarily going to get that here, but I, you know, especially when you can compare and contrast the two DLCs where one was very like fantasy and lore focused. And this one seems to be a bit more, you know, like I said, like more bleeding edge technology kind of aspect of it. Um, I like the idea of maybe it's just because, right. I've been playing a lot of Minecraft and I guess now Lego Fortnite recently, the, the biome aspect of, of this was just something that's existed in all of the games, but I like that this feels more like the danger room. If you're an X-Men fan, than just kind of being out uh, in the wild for the games. And I also think too, from a story standpoint that like this will really kind of bring a bunch of stuff full circle for the game. But what I'm curious is, is does it will it set anything else up? Because I think now that like as as the Pokemon franchise, like Pokemon franchise is huge, right? And so like to say like as the Pokemon franchise gets bigger sounds like a very weird thing to say. But as the games go on, as the games continue to evolve, we're seeing a lot more um I guess cohesiveness, right? Like but in all the other generation games that have been released. Yes, it's all part of one big world, and they're all different regions of this world. But for all the purposes, the games, to me, have felt like they happen in a bit of a... Where this one, I think, kind of blow, feels like it may blow the doors open. And uh, Oh, Richard, it looks like Christian is ready, so we can bring Christian back in. But I think this game... Hey, there hey. he is! So, did you know there's a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet event that's going on right now? I'm, I, I just have to catch up. I'm assuming that all you did for the last 40 minutes was talk about how Geodude's arms are so defined and chiseled and didn't actually... Oh, I just got that joke. Um, wow. Uh, no, I went through all the news and then some. 
Yeah. Then, yeah. Even the even the vague stuff that I didn't really, you know. <laughs> even um, oh I, yeah. Did, I don't think I mentioned Geodude once yet. Wow. Actually, oh actually no, I lied. I did. Uh I, I asked I asked the audience to keep an eye out uh for Graveler and Golem uh sitting cuties if they ever get added back to the uh, Pokemon Center shop. Uh, I went through. I added an entire section to the rundown that was basically just a gift guide, uh, a gift guide recap because there are a lot of really good deals happening, including free shipping at a lot of places that sell Pokemon stuff. Can Can I very quickly go on my rant about how much money the Pokemon Company is leaving on the table by not releasing a cute Ogre Pond face? <laughs> um, plush. Like I would buy that, and I would carry that with me everywhere if I could. But I'm not. I don't want the mask. I want my star-eyed murderer, please. Yeah. Like, give me a happy ogre pond with her big club and her eyes that are bright and shining, despite the fact that she bludgeoned three. It is actually kind of interesting. We haven't gotten any ogre pond merch yet. It, it Although, like literally the plush just came out. Today. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. Yeah. That was what that was about. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I said well, plus for some reason. Is that okay. the, is it, I'm not trying to remember back from Sword and Shield. I feel like we got so much from They've that. been doing a drip on the sort, like the Scarlet and Violet stuff. And I, I'm yeah. assuming that's the Sword and Shield stuff. You know, they they must not have, whatever the metrics were, they must not oh, have. Oh, like, like they didn't sell? Well, no. I mean. Well, I'm sure they're all sold now, but I, I I'm guessing that. They're trying to like space out this the this stuff, and they're right. picking and choosing like which Pokemon get put out when. Right. Um, anyways, um, did we cover? Did we cover the other Scarlet and Violet news? The uh, well, so I went through the. Uh, you can look at you can you can now be your Pokemon. Yes, uh, that's you know. Uh, I would, I would like to hear your thoughts on it. I thought it, I think it's really really cool. There, uh, were, it was amazing. I saw like the online chatter and one of the things that I saw was like, who wants this? And I'm like, literally everyone that is like literally one of the most requested things about the Pokemon franchise since day freaking one. I I saw that chatter and was actually just talking about that chatter about uh, being able to fly now kind of free fly with Mirrodon and Corridon where I saw like a bunch of folks online being like, Oh my gosh, finally. And I'm like, Traversing in the world of Pokemon is not hard. Like uh, free flying does not like. But we haven't had like so that comes from you know Scarlet uh, like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire had a really good gliding mechanism where right. you got to fly over the overworld map and you could basically go to wherever you wanted and it had the really cool sub feature of that had like the Paradox Islands or whatever. Sure, I forget what they called them, uh, like the Hoopa Islands, and that was really cool. Right. That was that was that was like one of the best features of a Pokemon game. And everyone assumed that that was just going to be like the norm moving right. forward. And it wasn't. <laughs> and instead, we got fast travel, which, you know, I'm not going to complain too much about fast travel. I mean, you know, I, I'd rather fast travel. I mean, but the the gliding was such like I remember how many just hours I wasted on gliding around the Hoenn, uh, like flying around the <laughs> Hoenn region. Like I loved it. I absolutely loved it. There's yeah. cool stuff to do. I could fly from point A to point B. And and like I assumed that when they're like, oh, we have Corviknight taxis. I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to fly on Corviknight taxis. And they're like, nope, you're, here's a, you know, here's a little. <laughs> here's graphic. an animation. And then you land. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, and they, they did the same thing with freaking okay. Scarlet and Violet. Just but, here's the the, but here's the thing, though, right? Like, here's where I get a little worried about that. Look, Scarlet and Violet has enough 
performance issues as is, and now you're going to add free flying motion to, I mean, to the game for the engine to handle? Eh. <laughs> you can barely get cities to render. I mean, that's why we just don't have cities. You know, make it all like Kitakami. It's just a wild, desolate wasteland. Give me Pokemon, Mad Max, no civilization, only Pokemon. You know, just just Nurse Joy with an eye patch. There's not even Nurse Joy now. It's just yeah. a robot. It's just a kiosk in the middle of a field. Hold on. So, wait, so let's go back because I kind of cut you off of being able to, like, be your Pokemon, basically. Like you, yeah. you saw a bunch of online chatter. But like, I was very surprised at like the pushback that I saw online because literally, I mean, I, in this podcast alone, you have yeah. probably mentioned in like 10% of the episodes that that is what you want to see is a yep. game in which you are the Pokemon. That's not Pokemon mystery dungeon. Yep. You know that, that you, you have mentioned that so many times. Yes, I know I'm super excited for it. And, and that I, I've heard that from a lot of other people, like where is my Pokemon platforming game? Where mm-hmm. is the Pokemon where I am Pikachu and I am jumping like basically like those like Super Smash Brothers like courses yep. where you're sh- destroying the targets only with Pokemon. <laughs> um, like give me a game of just that. Like I have heard that so many times over the course of the last 25 years. Right. And so like when people are like, who is this for? I'm like, it's for, it's for a lot of people. That's yeah, right. like it's for a lot of people. And like I guarantee, I, I'm kind of assuming, I, I would say I'm assuming, but then again, I thought this would be the case when Sun and Moon had the photos, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon had like the photo spots. Everyone's like, Pokemon Snap, they're adding Pokemon Snap to the games and they didn't do anything with it. Um, although they kind of did. They have the selfie modes now. Yeah. Like I, and that's a pretty popular feature. Um, so I'm kind of assuming that they are testing out how a game would a Pokemon game would work where you are controlling the Pokemon directly. Mm. Like I'm assuming that's what that's about. Is yeah. this is like a test run, kind of like um like you know how the Pokemon rides were a te- and uh Arceus was a test for Scarlet and Violet. I'm assuming yep. that this is like a test forward of a new feature. Yeah. It'd be interesting that like if it is a test feature, like what it is essentially a test feature for, right? Like, is it a spinoff game or is it something, or is it like mainline something for the mainline um, games, which would be interesting. Yeah. Just like you said, right? Like I think a, a platforming game, first person through the eyes of a, a, a Pokemon separate from what the regular games are would be really, really cool. I mean, I I am just stunned. Like, what I am genuinely curious what the holdup is there because that just seems like such an obvious freaking game. You know, I think mechanically that seems like an obvious game, but I have no idea like what kind of game you're building with that, right? Like, you you would be building. It's a platformer. You're just building a platformer game in which you probably have a roster of like I don't know, like eight to a dozen Pokemon, each of which have wildly different abilities. You put a bunch of levels in, and then you let them go freaking nuts. Or you could even do something like a like a more like live action RPG type game where you have different Pokemon that uh, represent classes and stuff like that. You know people are like talking about like uh like poke uh like pokin pokin's a you know pokin's a or pokin it's not pokin it's pokin 
Uh, Pocken's a fighting game, like you know, but like you know that that's a that's a different one that people you know want. Like Unite, you know, those are those you know Unite. It would be I would say you could do something like Unite, where you know to be blunt, you, Unite reminds me of like what's that game where it involved like the little toy Pokemon uh, where you you know had to clear the levels and you had only had two moves and stuff like that. Like, are the, you trying to make? Are you trying to take a, a jab at uh, Pokemon Duel? No, 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 literally no one has thought about Pokemon duels except for you in like two years. No, no, there's the, the, the game that came out on like the, it was like the Wii. Um, and it basically was like little toy Pokemon where you like ran levels. You could, oh, like, oh, 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 the ones where they were kind of like cubes and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, not cubes, but Megan like, some, some oh, yeah, board. they were like, yeah, right. No, uh, man, that was the one that Megan liked. Um, Oh God! Why I am? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Pokemon Rumble. That's it. Rumble. Didn't they? Really, didn't they? Didn't you get that on the the mobile too, or did they not? Yeah, they did have a mobile version. It was awful. Because um, they uh, they made it microtransactioned it. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. But so, anyways, like I think that you know, <laughs> Colder Ghost. I know it's not a VG, but I would love a tabletop version of Pokemon. Let me tell you, Colder. <laughs> Every year, I have the opportunity to have unfettered access to members of the Pokemon Company when we, when you know, I participate in my annual Pokemon Travel Club to go to the World Championships, and without fail, literally now two years in a row, I have, you know, sat down with uh, somebody that is a like you know not C-suite, someone who could like, make a decision, a step below, a, a, a somebody, somebody whose word is worth something. And <laughs> I have said, have you seen that Warhammer game? You know how much money you would make by selling little plastic figurines of Pokemon that you could paint and then have attack each other. Well, so you what do they much- say when you? What do they say when you ask that? Um, they note it. And uh-huh. they're like, they're like, oh, you know, yeah, Pokemon, you know, you'd be surprised how much tabletop comes up in Pokemon. Uh, the, I think the holdup is, to be blunt, and, you know, this is just me speculating. I've not been told this either on or off the record. Full right. disclosure. Um, yeah, Pokemon Duel was originally a tabletop game. So yeah. there's that. It was a bad tabletop game that was like basically like Heroclix, but you know, that that's what killed it was it was tr- it was basically a Heroclix version of Pokemon instead of being its own kind of thing. Um and I I say that lovingly, Jim. It try, it, it tries to do too much. Yeah. You know, because and- it's it's you're trying to capture different points, but you're also trying to battle. Like the figurines are cool. I mean, yeah, but like the, the the underlying game is weird. That's yeah. that's my point. Like the actual game itself is bad. Like the figurines, pretty cool looking. Not going to argue about that. Love the figurines. It's oh, just- no. I mean, like, look, there were I think a number of, um, you know, kind of easy ways to, uh, you know. <sighs> There were there were ways to game the game to you know like like yeah it was like, too easy to exploit but yeah there were there were two they had too many exploits to try and win the game like then to, to again win. side note of the major trading card games Pokemon is easily the worst and I say that as somebody who look at all the binders of Pokemon cards that are sitting directly behind me um, you know like I I love 
Pokemon cards, but the underlying game, not very good. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, it, it is very, it's too easy for you just to draw a terrible opening hand and, you know, just be clunked like and totally be SOL on that game. And that's a big design flaw of it. Um, but I have said, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure one, they don't want to like somehow cannibalize the Pokemon TCG because to be blunt, that's their moneymaker. That's how the Pokemon company makes its game or makes its money. And two, um, I think Pokemon Duel burned them and, you know, mm. If they're going to do it, they would need to invest in like kind of like what Ravensburger did for, you know, like Lorcana. Like we're going to hire somebody who actually knows what they're doing and we're going to make a really good game out of it. And I just don't think they want to like, you know, I don't think they they have a licensing partner who really would commit to releasing uh, a thousand figure Pokemon figurines Um, like it would be pretty, pretty huge and heady. But I, I mean, like everyone in the tabletop space I've talked to when I say Pokemon miniatures and they all just like, yes, 1000 times. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just so it's it's kind of wild, right? Because I feel like a game like Heroclix is, is, is it's like perfect for it is. It right? is like, especially with the way that you obtain, you know, the mini- the the miniatures and and even like, I mean, the gameplay I think is kind of a no brainer. The game like Heroclix, we'll never get it because I don't think the Pokemon Company would would license out to something like that because they Wizkids, don't like, yeah, yeah, to WizKids just because they don't want like their IP mixing with other the other licenses and stuff like that that mm-hmm. Europe has. But like you, but like, give me give me blind boxes all day. Right. And like throw shinies in there, like, you know, uh, randomly or whatever. Like, for, and like from a co- collectability standpoint, like you've got like you may not even play the tabletop game, but you can have like a really cool kind of collectible miniature set yeah. just with that. And then add on the the actual gameplay itself would be a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I it's man, that that is just the dream right there. Like I said, every year. And I, I have said I will continue to pitch this. Is, there, you- is there a there is not a D and D like style Pokemon like guidebook, right? Like a tabletop RPG? Unofficially, yeah, yes, there is. So two oh, things. Okay. Now we get to talk about yeah, one of my favorite or, in the say, world. Unofficially or officially. Okay. So first and foremost, there is actually an official Pokemon RPG. It's called right. Pokemon Adventures. It came out, it was released by Wizards of the Coast uh around the time while they still controlled. Uh, the Pokemon RP, you know, the Pokemon mm-hmm. training card game. It was at one point in time either the second or third best selling uh, tabletop RPG after Dungeons and Dragons and maybe Vampire the Masquerade. And that was during like Vampire's like heyday. Right, big. Um, no one remembers it because it was a very simplistic RPG and it mostly sold because it had the name Pokemon on it and people didn't realize they were buying an RPG book. Um, <laughs> okay. So everyone always forgets that. They already like broke. Tons of records. Um, there is now several unofficial Pokemon RPGs um, mm. that are used based on various engines. There's a Pokemon 5e game in which it's basically um, not only do you stat up your PC character, the, the your person, like your Ash Ketchum, so to speak. So you're a different type of trainer class, and it actually expands. You could be a gym leader. You could be a, a Pokemon doctor. 
Um, so there are different like actual like occupations you could do. Um, you also your Pokemon also have stat blocks and you battle as you know Pokemon as well. So mm-hmm. most of the battling takes place for your Pokemon, but you as a character also have certain abilities you can do. It's actually really well run. I'm not going to say the name of it on the off chance that the Pokemon company is listening in and is feeling rather uh, litigious. <laughs> um uh you know but it's really good it's really easy to find i've played a few sessions i know somebody who's been running like a three-year pokemon campaign in it i know multiple people actually who have been doing like a pokemon 5e campaign and it is it is really good um there are several other like versions of it too i've seen everything from 5e just stat blocks of the various monsters so you can incorporate the pokemon monsters into the game uh, like into your D&D campaign. Uh, I've done that many, many times where like various monsters that my players have you know, fought are Pokemon. Mm. They're literally Pokemon. And uh, without fail, they groan when they, they discover like they're getting eaten by a Grimer or something like that. Like, the Grimer's like <laughs> melting their armor or something like that. Like 100% of the time, it's great. That's pretty, that's pretty phenomenal. Um, but, you know, I, to be blunt, I am kind of surprised that we don't have an official pokemon rpg to some scale yet and i I have to imagine it's because it probably appeals to an older demographic and it it does generally the pokemon company like strays away from that more often than not but you know i will say we are in like a new golden age of tabletop rpgs 100 which i yeah i'm i believe but i think but i think the pokemon company is still a little bit too conservative for that oh they're super conservative and nintendo as a whole is you know so just so everyone is aware, if you're listening to this and you're interested in RPGs, Nintendo has made a uh, Legend of Zelda RPG that they will not release publicly. But the Nintendo Funhouse people, which are or the Nintendo Treehouse people, excuse me, that's like kind of like their internal marketing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they developed in conjunction with Critical Role a Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom oh, RPG. Um, that they uh, only used for a special one-shot that Critical Role did, and this was earlier this year, they have a full, freaking-blown tabletop RPG of Legend of Zelda. And So so, you're, so they did all the development for it and mm-hmm. then let Critical Role play it once, and that's it? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's my holy grail right now. Like, I... I if anyone, I, you know, like, listen, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, like, you know, uh, talk to me if you have access to that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's and, pretty, you know, that's pretty amazing. That's, but, you know, but they know that's really popular. It did, it did really good numbers for Critical Role. So uh-huh. Nintendo knows that there are, that right. they, and Critical they have certain franchises that they, they could just make money off of. Xenoblade oh, is yeah. one, you know, this money um legend of zelda obviously fire emblem so much money there's there's a lot of money that they again right i have to imagine it's got to come down to because they don't want people portraying their characters in a certain way right yeah well and i think that's what it is is they are the 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 fan stuff i think like the actual play angle yeah metroid yeah metroid was another one that i was thinking of actually it would be just amazing rpg um i think that that's some of it is that they don't want to um they 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 just don't want to to deal with like the that pandora that whole aspect of it 
you know, and like, oh, you know, like, you know, you get some of like the GM horror stories and stuff like that. And, you know, they don't want that to be associated with the brand mm-hmm. or something like that. But then again, you know, with all the amount of weirdo Mario stuff that's out there, I kind of wonder if they, like it's it's something else because I've seen so many weirdo Mario licensed products that are out there. And so I'm just assuming that what it actually is, my my bet for the record is that whatever it is, it is they have given away their tabletop RPG license to some company that has no desire to use anything, and it just happens uh, to be wrapped up in a random license to some company that has no desire to do anything with it. That's my oh, official man. guess. That would be terrible. It would be terrible, but luckily licenses expire. Right. <laughs> but, sometimes, but, sometimes they, but sometimes they're they're held for a long time. They are held for a long time. Yeah. Sometimes they yeah. are. And sometimes they're, you know, you know, lawsuits have to go through in order to free up those licenses. And sometimes the licenses get very messy, um, as we've seen for the lack of a Hulk movie, which, you know, might be like one of Marvel's few remaining silver bullets left in the, the slug. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we're short on time, so we got to get to the Pokemon fact of the week. The Pokemon fact of the week. So I discovered something really weird about this week's Pokemon fact of the week. We're talking about <laughs> Rayquaza, not to be confused with Rayquaza, which is something that doesn't actually exist. Rayquaza. So I, I'm curious because the Pokemon facts, the, the, the Pokedex is very much um, uh, contradictory. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let me let me let me let, see if you can figure out the contradiction here, Jim. Okay. Um, Rayquaza is said to have lived for hundreds of millions of years in the Earth's ozone layer above the clouds. Its existence has had been completely unknown because it lived so high in the sky. Where is the contradiction in that? Uh, how does it breathe? No, how does how does someone know that's lived up in the sky for <laughs> hundreds of millions of years if no one's seen it until recently? <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I saw that one. It's like you know, it talks about legends remain of how it's put to rest the clash between Kyogre and Groudon. I'm like, okay, maybe, yeah, someone, no, spoke, makes, maybe someone spoke to it. That that makes sense, but also we know nothing about it. Its existence is completely unknown until some random ten year old in the Hoenn region captured this thing. Can you just imagine? Like, that just got me thinking. Like, can you just imagine? Like, you're a Pokemon professor. You've been, like, slaving away at, like, the, 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 the research of Pokemon. You know, you, you don't know where, how they, you know, the, you don't know how they reproduce. These right. eggs just you're... pop out of the blue. There's so much you're trying to figure out. <laughs> you're just this Pokemon professor, and suddenly some, like, snot-nosed kid, not, he hasn't even hit puberty yet, just shows up and it's like, hey, you know how month, like, a month ago, you went and gave me like my starter Pokemon. I have something cool to show you. And they pull out this mythical beast of legend that you've never heard of. You've never seen before. You have no classification for it. And you're just like, I don't even know what this is. And he's like, and then the kid's like, oh yeah, the Pokedex that you gave me calls it Rayquaza. <laughs> Nothing is known about it, but it named it for you. And like, you're the Pokemon professor and you're just like, well, I have to imagine a kind of real world aspect of that is anytime they find some new eldritch horror beast in the depths of the ocean, mm-hmm. right? Like 
Can you imagine, like, you know, you're a deep sea researcher and then you're coming across something and it's like, what is that? Right. Um, and like, but then it raises the question, like, how long has that thing been down there? And mm-hmm. like, how many of them are there? And like, mm-hmm. all, all of that, uh, with the exception of this legendary godlike serpent, just lived above us. Yeah, lived above us. And it's, it eats meteors. Which- <laughs> That was that was like the other thing that cracked me up about Rayquaza. It's like of of the like thousand Pokemon species, half of whom canonically eat other Pokemon. Yeah. We have Rayquaza. Doesn't eat like Charizards <laughs> that you know fly too high. Doesn't eat Altaria or something like that. No, it eats meteors. It just straight up eats rocks. That's how it gets its sustenance, and that's how it turns into a giant dagger dragon with you know really cool whiskers or whatever the heck those things are supposed to be. You know, it, like, is a, it, it's a top three legendary Pokemon. Oh, uh, I Rayquaza is one of the Pokemon that have grown on me. I thought it was really like the other, like the rest of these. Right. I thought it was really underwhelming. But yeah. you know, when that freaking mega evolution like popped is it, up, is it is it just because like the more recent legendaries we've gotten have been that much more underwhelming that the these these rays jump in the list my so my issue with like the the current legendaries i feel like they've just been watered down because you know we start off with like you know like the like hoenn legendaries is like peak peak like you know like like behold well actually no i take that back actually probably the peak one's the next generation one where we actually capture god um but these oh, right. ones, you know there's like an escalation to it's like here are powerful elemental birds that harness the power of thunderstorms to here is a you know a bird that lives in the depths of the oceans but somehow is a bird and also a psychic <laughs> type and it's like here is actual you know the the here's the thing that creates the volcanoes so here is god itself and now it's like here's a feathery bike <laughs> and like i love corridon like corridon's a great pokemon but you know i do feel like yeah the the legendariness is well, like corridon it just feels it feels more like a mass-produced one yeah all the early legendary pokemon i really genuinely felt were like legendary pokemon right they they, they knew the assignment and i do feel like recently like um basically since like Gen 7, to be honest. Like Solgaleo mm-hmm. and like and, and part of it is Solgaleo, really cool. Lunala, really cool. Mm-hmm. Cosmog, not a legendary. Kapu, <laughs> not a legendary. Giving these legendary Pokemon pre-evolved forms, yeah. like, no, thank you. Those no. are not legendary Pokemon. Like, you know, no. if I want a teddy bear, I'll go upstairs and play with my dog. <laughs> like, you know, I don't need like and like and like Urshifu. Urshifu Fu. Cool. No, that, that's where not really a legendary. Yep. That's where it really lost me. I'm like, what is this? Like, I don't. And, and like, you know, like, and it'd be one thing if they were like sub legendaries or something like that. Like if they right. were like like the Reggies or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, not every legendary needs to be legendary. But I feel like Corridon and Muradon probably should have been just like sub legendaries. Like in yep. terms of like like their design and ethos. Again. I love both of my bike dogs. Like, I love the fact that they eat sandwiches. I love the fact that they, you know, probably have eaten a Fido or two while we're on the road. Like, you know, just, you know, absolutely love them. Not a knock against them. Just feel like, you know, like you literally, like we've go from like God itself. And like, I can say that about the mythical Pokemon. Zarude, like, what is that? What yeah. That? Like, why, why did I watch a freaking Pokemon movie in which there's like five dozen Zarude? What about yeah. that is mythical? All that is is Tarzan. 
Yeah. Like, you know, like I don't want to catch like, you know, like freaking Tarzan stepmom. No, I, I want I want the one. I want the one yeah. that it, that has made the legend. The only thing that's mythical about Tarzan is the freaking Phil Collins soundtrack. <laughs> and on that note. I don't want us to get DMCA'd. Um <laughs> All right. With that said, Christian, so glad you could half an episode, but God, you can join me as I, as I really began to start flailing uh, towards the end there. Um, But, uh, but yeah, Uh, anyway, that does it. When, uh, when we get back next week, We'll be able to get it because it comes out this week, right? I'm not crazy. Yes, Friday. Yeah. It comes out we'll this have, Friday. We will have hands on and be able to talk more about the nitty gritty uh, of um, of the Indigo Disc. Again, right? That's one that I'm excited for. I've been excited for kind of from the very beginning of the announcement. So I really hope it doesn't let me down. Um, Thursday? Uh, I thought uh, it, it's it's like Thursday it's like, night. So yeah, it's like it's you know it's like when movies come like, out on a Friday, but you can watch them on a Thursday night. Kind Jim of. and I are going to be asleep. When the you thing sure comes you out. you bet your you bet your behind, it's I will be, be asleep. Yeah, okay. I'll be up super early to play it. But yep. I won't be I won't be staying up to play it. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right. Like I said, uh, that really does it for this week. Again, um, oh Christian, I didn't uh, tell you, but we're gonna uh, in the new year, um, we're gonna have we'll have Sarah back for for an interview, which will be great. And so, what we did is we started an interview, or sorry, not an interview, a uh, podcast guest question channel in the Discord. So, oh. if you want to leave some questions and things like that, leave them there, um, and we'll see uh, if we we get to them. Yeah, in, um, we should we should uh, figure out more guests. Gas- the logo let me hold it up a little bit i gotta turn it down inside look at that we love that we we need to get aaron on the show too yeah 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 whoever you want okay i will <laughs> we'll get whoever i want oh you're gonna write that <laughs> uh all right well that's gonna do it for us this week we appreciate you um listening to us like this week super light on the news because we knew we were having uh we're getting some dlc this week and so we'll have plenty to talk about uh next week which will be great it'll it'll be good everyone will get it on friday have the whole weekend to play we'll come back monday and uh, we'll talk all about it now if you want to continue the conversation head on over to twitter uh you can find us at pokemon pod cb i'm at jim viscardi christian is at at c hoffer c bus and megan is at megan peter cb let her know you missed her uh until then Have fun with the Indigo Disc, and we'll catch you next week. Peace, folks.